I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Welcome back to Music In My Life with me, Laura Wright. We've got the wonderful Luther Burrell with us today. Thank you so, so much, Luther, for taking the time to have a chat with me. Um, It's, you know, we're still in this weird situation where everyone's kind of working from home if they can during this COVID-19 pandemic. And I think, you know, what I've been doing with all of my guests, in fact, is just kind of having a bit of a catch up at the start and asking how it's all been going. So um, how are you finding it? How's life at the moment for you? Yeah, it's been a very, um, very strange situation. Um, but at first, I found it a little bit difficult. I've been climbing the walls at times, as you can imagine, um, for us rugby players full of testosterone, used to getting bashed and bashing people around for a job. And all of a sudden, that stops. Um, gyms are closed, so you've got to find other ways to try and burn through all this excess energy that we've got. So, um, it's, it's been interesting, but I've managed to focus on, on areas of my life that I used to find excuses. Um, you know, in the past, I'd be too tired from training or I just really just couldn't be bothered doing it. So it's, it's not all being bad, um, but I'm very much ready to, um, to get myself back out on the yeah. training field and back yeah. training again. Yeah, absolutely. I can understand that completely. And you're with Warrington Wolves at the moment. That's right, isn't it? That's on with you yeah, at the moment. Um, yeah. So we're so, looking at maybe six, six weeks or so to, to get back. Okay. And so have you kind of been set a training program from them that you do at home or, or how's it working at the moment? Because I can imagine, you know, I think also I'm, I'm married to a former professional rugby player and I know the structure of things can be really important. And when that changes, I suppose it can, you know, kind of throw you into disarray. And have they kind of set certain things for you guys to keep up with at the moment? Yeah, so initially we got um, programs sent out and these will come out every every fortnight now. Um, and there's no strict routine in terms of you have to get this done by 10 a.m. or 2 p.m., etc. But for myself, I, I I need routine in my life. So I've had to strategically plan my weeks now. Um, which has been which has been great and it's also given me an insight into what I could potentially do down the line after rugby alongside rugby um, oh really so yeah I've just managed to structure structure my weeks and structure my training plans my nutrition my diet and I've shared this on social media and I've actually got a really good um sort of following and, and support from it which is it's really taken back taking me back actually um so it, like I say it's, it's it's not all being bad um 
But for me, I, I need I need structure in my life, so I'm structuring my weeks. You know, I'll give give myself five days on, a couple of days off, or vice versa, um, yeah. or midweek day, midweek midweek day off. Um, just trying to find some sort of balance. Um, and when it's funny because when I come out of that consistent routine, I feel absolutely horrendous. So um, it's it's something that I've realised that I need in my life. I need routine. I need structure. I need to be to be doing something. Well, and also I think, um, am I right in thinking you've got two children? Yes, I've got two children, um, a boy, 10 months, and a girl who is, well, to, to be fair, they're born a day after each other. How, how weird is that? So really? 8th and, oh, 8th, 8th and 9th of July. Um, so that, that might tell you something about... <laughs> about <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah. So they, my daughter turns three in July and my, my little lad turns one in July. Amazing. And I suppose, because I know, speaking from very limited experiences, we were just saying before we were um, started recording this, I was telling Luther about having a six-month-old here at home. And I have to agree with you that structure's become really, really important, actually, since she's arrived. And I think it's because you suddenly very quickly learn, whether you're a mum or a dad, uh, to be much more efficient with your time. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. And um, so, listen. Obviously, this is a podcast about music. It's about you know the emotional connection to music, and for you in your life, and and how music's played a role um, throughout your life, whether that's career or family, um, friends, love, relationships. Uh, so I obviously send my guests eight questions and you've chosen four of those questions and specific songs alongside, which we're going to hear and chat about throughout the podcast. Um, what I normally do here at the start is read out some lyrics as well. So whoever's listening can take a guess at which song this is from. You'll obviously know Luther, but we'll read a few lines of them now. So uh, it goes like this. For you, I'll take the extra supermarket trip. I do like when you've got a special craving for chips running in waterfalls of your vomiting snack patrol, swimming in Oreos, and I'm liking it. Your mood's swinging like the 60s, babe, and you do know I like the 60s, babe. There you go. There's some pretty um, honest <laughs> lyrics right there, which I'm sure we'll talk about a little later. <laughs> but tell me, Luther, what what has your you know relationship with music been through your life? Has it been really important with sport or family? How's it kind of all come together? Yeah, well... Firstly, I want to thank you for having me on because it's, music is, is a huge part of, of my life um, from such a young age to, to this day. Um, it's played a massive, massive role um, with my childhood, um, with family, friends. And then that just leads on into obviously now my career and um, the, the motivation and certain songs that can fire up fire up for a game or calm you down after games or um that, that you know there's a song that could potentially remind me of four or five years ago a special moment then um it's it's a huge it's a huge huge part of my life and to be honest i'd be i'd be lost without it um, yeah i completely agree absolutely and so um this first choice of yours is a song from your childhood um it's a run DMC track. It's like that. Do you want to tell me a bit about this, you know, kind of how old you were when you were listening to it, how it came about that this has kind of really stuck with you as one of those iconic songs in your life? Yeah, so this, 
this was a very hard, well, they all were very hard. Um, you know, I had to be a little bit cutthroat to try and um, narrow these songs down. But ultimately, I think back to my childhood and this song, and it was when, so I grew up in Huddersfield, and um, from a young age, I used to go to um, youth clubs, and um, I'd go to obviously school discos, after school clubs, and this song is something that was just so um, so unique and apparent in my in my childhood that brought everyone together, and it was the old sort of. Um, I think at the time, breakdancing was really, really popular. So um, at school discos or, or these youth clubs, whenever these songs came on, would form a little huddle and each each child or whatever at certain points would jump into this huddle and, and do some breakdancing. And, um, you know, it just brought a sense of, of unity um, to, to a lot of children that at the time were probably troubled or going and different sort of journeys in their in their lives um but as soon as this this, this song came on it was just raised the spirits and everybody just reacted to it and myself included and my mum used to hate me loving this song because we we lived in um we lived in a, a two-story house but then we got the loft converted for, for my bedroom and um i used to jump around and nearly fall through the floorboards women break dancing and dancing around to this song from from a young age and believe me I wasn't a small kid so um you know she didn't have used to used to well I think she just loved to hate um loved to hate this song although she knew it was it, it was although although she it was doing ahead in the fact that I was almost falling through the floorboard she was also happy that I was having a good time up there yeah I was gonna say yeah, it's a double-edged sword there. It's nice to know that yeah. you're yeah, laughing, jumping around. And I think that's the thing with this particular song, isn't it? It's like, if you've seen the video as well, it's essentially a dance battle, isn't it, between a group of guys yeah. and girls. And I guess that's maybe why people started to recreate that. And I think... I think you've you've hit the nail on the head where, you know, your friends would take it in turns, kind of showing their moves and dance as much as music is a sense of... Like individuality isn't it and it's a chance to kind of um forget about everything else and that's very much how I feel about music it can take you to another place but I feel like maybe this this song for you is just as much about you know dancing and and losing it in that way as much as it yeah. is about the music yeah exactly that and um, and to this day you know the, the lyrics that are in this song I only saw at first I didn't really learn them but obviously you listen to the song that, that many times and it just becomes the norm. It's that repetitive, but the lyrics to this day are still so powerful. I'm still, I'm still apparent. Um, in the opening line, it's, you know, unemployment at a record high and we're just going through this period now. And I had this song on, on um, this morning, actually. And I just, I just thought it's, it's amazing how music just can never really go out of fashion. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's a song that just takes me back to my childhood, great memories.
Yeah, completely. I love that. And I think when I was obviously um, reading up about your choices of all the kind of songs that we're talking about today, I was, um, it made me laugh in a way because Larry Smith, who co-wrote and produced the track, actually bought the lyrics for $100 from Run initially and had it, had the idea or intention of someone else recording them. But he obviously then didn't do that. And it ended up with this amazing song that Run and DMC added, you know, their own kind of additional lines as well. Yeah. And so, you know, you think actually it might not have been that way. And I think for me, the idea of someone way back then as well, paying a hundred dollars for a set of lyrics, not knowing, you know, what an iconic song it would become is just, it's mad to think about that. Yeah. Incredible. I mean, they were, Run DMC were huge in the 80s as well. And I think, you know, there's the really well-known remix of this track that kind of brought it back as well through the, through. I think it was released in 1998, um, again, with the Run DMC versus Jason Nevins. And I yeah, feel like, yeah, yeah, and I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of um, older older generation would kind of be, you know, struggling with sore backs and hips as well, because they probably don't have <laughs> <be the same. laughs> That'll be me. That'll be me in ten years. No That'll be you. Yeah, you, need, you need to kind of get like get going on another re-release, and then you can do yeah. that sort of dance circle, maybe all <laughs> two meters apart or something. Yeah, definitely. I'll, I'll be using it. I'll be using it for my rehab when when I can't walk because my hips and knees are all packed in. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was going to say, so this next one as well is a song that screams family for you. Um, there's definitely a kind of theme throughout each of your songs, with uh, which heavily relies on UB40. Um, and I should mention, actually, towards the end as well, I make a little recommendation of a song that I think you might like. And I should tell you now, there's also a link to UB40. So hopefully that's one that you like. But tell me, tell me about this song, The Train Is Coming and what it means to you so this is um yeah this is a very special song it's, it's probably me and my dad's song um but it's not probably about it it is it's me and my dad dad's song um again it's 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 another song that my mum loves to hate as well i don't i don't know why <laughs> me and my mum just don't have similar taste in music it's very strange <laughs> but um she she loves to she loves to hate it because she knows how I think I think she just feels a sense that she's um she she's missing out on it. Or also she doesn't want to swallow her pride where because whenever the song does come on I can always spot her toes or fingers tapping away or head occasionally <laughs> bopping. I always manage to catch her out. But um so this song it, it has been in the family for, for a long time. Um and it just reminds me of being on car journeys with, with the family going to, whether it be rugby tours, rugby games, um, school trips. Um, you know, it was always a song that, that came on. And, and as soon as it did, you know, me and my dad, you know, would just crank the volume up and we would just belt this song out of the top of our voices. Um, 
it's um, it's one that we'd always have on in the background in the kitchen. Um, whether we were feeling, you know, low, happy, no, no matter the occasion, um, this song just just raised raised our, our moods and. Um, whenever anybody entered our household or we had gatherings or family friends over, um, you know, this is the song that I know that they will all um, relate to me, me and my dad especially. Yeah, so sort of your your family or your yours and your dad's sort of soundtrack in that way. And do you think that this kind of the reggae genre, you know, is this sound, because you've grown up with it, I guess, do you think that's influenced your choice of music now? Yes, potentially. Um, so, so I've got, I've got so much, um, so much love for different genres of music. That's why this was was so hard for me um, to narrow it, narrow it down. So what I did, I, I kind of just narrowed it down to the songs that I, I grew up with, rather than, um, I guess, the songs that um, I've, I've kind of got into the past few years, um, because I can. I can relate to to all these, and you know this 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 UB forty song along with a, f- a few others um, were just on repeat all the time, and it just became obviously a huge part of my life. It's 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 culture, the reggae culture, um, obviously with with the Caribbean background, and um, is I'm that is so that happy. on your dad's side then? Yeah, so that's on my dad's side, yeah. Yeah, so he's um, probably super passionate, isn't he, about, you know, for you knowing about your heritage and, and background. And I guess, is that something as well? Do you play it to your to your children now? Yeah, yeah, I do. And um, it's, a bit, it's a bit different because when, when I was growing up, my dad would whip out the old um, nine-inch, you know, disc and bang it oh, on the record amazing. player. Yeah, and... Uh, and we'd, we'd have a little party where now it's you know Bluetooth and not quite not quite the same effect. So, um, but you know, I really want my children to have that um, sense of of culture. Um, it's, it's in their blood essentially, and and it and it's all just it's just it's just fun. You know, the music is fun. Um, there's never really uh, a sad a sad moment when it comes to was listening to, to this this genre um, and it's, it's just I've got some very very special memories um, of being with the family um, and listening to listening to these to these songs yeah well let's have a little listen to a snippet of it now so this is UB40's The Train Is Coming Love it. I was boffing away there. My feet were going, everything was moving around. Um I love that. Such a great song. And I love that also it's not um one of their, I suppose, 
super super popular choices like red red wine or i got you no, baby yeah. like that it's really nice yeah. to hear a lesser known you know song from them and i i actually wanted to say because i don't know this is weird that we're recording this today because yesterday it was actually announced that there's going to be a movie biopic made about ali campbell oh um, wow yeah, he's obviously the original lead singer of UB40. And so you'll have to go on some sort of family outing to go and see it when, when the <laughs> cinemas are open again. <laughs> 100% that will be happening. Yeah, honestly, I, 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 read, it was in the, I mean, obviously I can't absolutely confirm that, but it was yeah from a reasonable uh, official source to say that they're recording a movie. So, oh, My parents will love that as well. They actually went to see UB40 live a few years ago and just said it was such an amazing experience though. Oh, I bet I bet that was incredible. I was, I was slightly jealous. Yeah, I'm sure. And I think also for those who might not know, so Ali Campbell, the original lead singer, left in 2008 and was replaced by his brother, Duncan Campbell. And then in 2014, Ali joined back with former members of the band. And apparently, allegedly, he said, I've sat back for five years and watched my brother Duncan murdering my songs. <laughs> so a bit of brotherly love there as well. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Baffled, a brand new podcast bringing you some amazing facts that are complete nonsense. Imagine the likes that that would get on Instagram, you having a quick one up a lamppost on the moon. Incredible. You basically (laughs) saying the reason the dinosaurs stopped living is because they all collectively made a decision to have no more children. I think until 10 years ago, I I still shared the bathwater that my parents were in. You can find us wherever you got this podcast. Just search for Baffled Amazing Facts. So um, this next choice is a song that reminds you of good times. Um, This is Pato Banton's Baby Come Back. Another song that's got this kind of reggae influence. Do you want to tell me a little bit about this? Yeah, so... So this again is um, just just goes back to to my youth and the first time I actually really heard this song was 
We used to go to a, to a West Indian club called New Arawak, which obviously New Arawak is um, sort of a culture of um, the Caribbean um, sort of genre and and life. And um, this song was one that always really got played and there was never anyone in this particular club. It was it was like a, um, what you call now like a working men's club, but based on West Indian men. And you'd go there, and family, sorry, and you'd go there after a christening, a funeral, um, birthday parties were held there. And it was just generally, you know, a weekly or fortnightly gathering. And it was a place where you would go and, um, you know, your, your uncle's friends, brother would have children who you went to school with and you would just all unite and you would just make so many friends and end up kind of growing up with all these people for the remainder of um, sort of your youth until obviously you all moved on with certain lives or careers etc and it was just it was just a very special time and this song particularly was one that Besides probably my grandma at the time, my my, um, my West Indian grandma, everybody was up on their feet. Um, it was a real sort of party starter for the for the West Indian community. Um, and that, like I say, it's just a, such a powerful, powerful song for for the culture. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's one that's high up my list of. Um, of songs that I'll be uh, playing for playing for my children for years. I to love come. that. That's so lovely. Let's have a listen to it and then we can chat some more. So this is "Baby Come Back" by Pato Banton. Love it. Absolutely love it. I was dancing again. <laughs> oh, so that song was originally by The Equals and it was written by Eddie Grant and that was released in 1966. And then obviously the song was covered um, in 1994 by Pato and then was joined. he was joined by Robin and Ali Campbell of UB40. So there's definitely yeah. a theme going on here. There's a theme, yeah. I have to say, I, I would have loved to have. I would have loved to have been there um, at that kind of event or any of those events with you guys having a laugh and just sounds very joyous and like your your upbringing was you know so so influenced by your family's heritage and I guess maybe even in my mind I sense that even like the food and and the sounds and the smells yeah. and everything was is really strongly kind of uh, shaped yeah. the way that you remember those times. That's it, Laura. That's what I was just about to say. It came, like it comes down to the community just pulling together, and you know the community didn't necessarily have much, um, but you know these these events were we had everything. You know we had the best food. You know we had the jerk chicken on the grill and the curry curry chicken and the curried goat and the best rum punches. For, obviously, I was a young lad, so I couldn't drink that. But you know my my parents had plenty of that but you know the best sort of rum punches and um 
you know, the steel drums and everything else at, at these events. It was just, it was just very, very special. Um, yeah. And I think uh, now, like what's happening in the world now as well, I think everyone's realising that actually the beauty of life lies in the simple things, you know? Yeah. yeah. I just could not agree more. Could not agree and, more on this. And me actually going back to these times is, is, has really helped. It helps me a lot as well. And just, just pick me up and pick me up and, um, you know, listening to these songs, going back to these memories where, you know, you just carefree. You don't really have care in the world when, when you're around these people and you just kind of forget about any sort of troubles that you might have. So I think for me, especially I was young then, so I didn't have any care. I was just running around like a lunatic and, um, you know, having a good time. But, you know, they're just such great memories for, for me and my family. Mm. Yeah, no, I completely get that. And I think it's lovely that you have such a sort of positive you know, memory of that time in your life. It's so nice to hear. Um, and I, because I was going to say, I was surprised. Well, not surprised, but I kind of expected that you would choose like a hype song or something because you're a professional sportsman. And, and that's something that I kind of presumed would be on the list. But now I totally get why this kind of part of your life um, and those memories for you is a, a really, really important musically. Um, but I did wonder you know, for you, do you, are you someone that listens to music in preparation for a game or is that something that you find distracting? No, no, music is a huge part of a part of my preparation in, in building towards a game. And, you know, I've gone through multiple stages of what, what I actually like to listen to before, um, before, before I play. Um, and that, that's really why I didn't want to kind of base this on that because it's kind of fluctuated a lot whereas these other songs have just been so consistent um yeah um so you know i've got plenty of hype songs you know i love like my house music um i love sort of my old school hip-hop um kind of um stuff as well but i just don't think you know they're they're not too relatable i have certain house songs from maybe 10 years ago that i, that I can relate to and have played a special part at some point in, in my career, sort of in the build-up to was winning a premiership final, etc. for example. But, um, you know, these songs are just a little bit more powerful for, for me. Mm. Yeah, no, and I totally get that. I think it's so interesting for people to hear that as well. Um, so this last choice of yours is completely different. I didn't know this song. Um, you're going to have to pronounce the band. Is it Flake? It's Flake, yeah. Okay, good, because I had a feeling I was going to make an absolute idiot of myself and try and pronounce it incorrectly. Um, so I think, yeah, this song's called Pregnant. Tell me about, you know, your choice of this song, how you also found this song, because it's not something that I would say is known really well here in the UK. No, so so you're not the only one to, to really mention that to me. Um, so my... It was my partner at the time introduced me to this song. It was around 2014. And um, she just basically shared it with me on Spotify. Um, and then from then on, it just got played and played and played. And it actually was very powerful for when my, my partner became pregnant. Um, as you can tell by the lyrics, it's all about pregnant and gave birth to, to my to my beautiful daughter um and this song was on on the, on the car journey to the 
to the hospital and oh, it, was really? the, it, it was on in the build up to the whole the whole pregnancy and the cravings and you know the <laughs> the um what, what's the best way to put it um let's say when I was getting my head bit off at certain periods throughout the pregnancy um you know it's just so it was so relatable um yeah. you know the supermarket trips um yeah, uh, and, and I do. Also... I, I completely get it. I completely get it. It's like the lyrics are just exactly. It's like a stream of consciousness of just being completely honest. And and I think a lot of uh, artists would be scared to do that now to be that yeah. sort of open. It's not. It's not what I would say is that poetic in that way or or kind of curated in a way that lyrically someone's like, oh wow, the lyrics are so beautiful. It's not like a Coldplay song where you think, oh, he's been no. really clever there with that word, hasn't he? But this just tells it how it is, doesn't it? Exactly, exactly that. And and it's and it's also just it's a nice. It's a really nice song. Um, like really really nice beat to it and. I tell, you, I tell you, I went on tour with, with uh, England in 2016 to Australia, and I was in charge of the music, which is a very, very big deal. And I don't know yeah, why it always, sure. always, it always seems to land on me. Um, all the rugby teams I've been in, for some reason, I've become the music man. So I think life is trying to tell me something. Um, <laughs> it's your second <laughs> career there. Yeah, I need to uh, I need to get behind the decks a bit more and start producing some music. I think, but um, so in, in 2016, I was playing this particular song, and no word of a lie, Laura, I would say 70% of the team and staff that were on the coach coming back from one of our training sessions after they heard that song and got off the bus, they were asking, oh, "Is it Luther in charge of the music?" But yeah. Oh, so they'd all run me down and say, "What was that song that you had on the pregnant one?" I was like, "Oh yeah, it's Flake, pregnant." It's as simple as that, Flake. And they, yeah, I just spelled out P H, you know, L A K E. <laughs> and for the remainder of that that tour, Lisa, 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 play pregnant, play pregnant. So <laughs> you know, it was just um, yeah, it's just it's obviously got that sort of memory that sticks out with me as well. And you know, I can I can honestly believe that the song that these guys would have gone home and played this song to their partners and it would have probably had a knock-on effect with, with them when they have had children as well um, yeah I, I can imagine it because it, it's just that it's that powerful and that and that meaningful and that real um so that's I, why. I, yeah i agree with that. i mean obviously having been pregnant myself as well and harry having to go through you know the ups and downs of pregnancy and i think also for the sort of the man's role in a pregnancy um it Sounds can be really yeah, it can be really tough to know whether you're doing the right thing. And I think yeah. it's, it's really can be really confusing at times. It's, and even, you know, once the baby's arrived and all that kind of stuff. So I, I do totally get it. And actually, it must be nice in terms of from a guy's perspective, listening to the lyrics and being like, oh, I'm so glad someone else or lots of people feel the way I do or has, have been through the same thing. Yes, definitely. Um, it's exactly how the song makes me feel. Um, and it actually made me feel that it was all right to go to the supermarket and and eat a few chocolate bars with with yeah. the time. And <laughs> it was all good. Everybody's everybody's doing the same thing. So so yeah, it just resonated really well. It's, yeah, it's a long nine months, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot. It's a long nine months, and at yeah. the time, at the yeah. time, I wasn't I wasn't allowed to be on any diet at that through that period either. <laughs> 
<laughs> your position in rugby changed somewhat depending on yeah. whether you know going through a pregnancy or not I get that yeah completely. Like tell you, my body fat went through the roof <laughs> <laughs> oh let's have a listen to it now um and then we can chat some more so this is flakes pregnant really I honestly I've really like the first time I listened to it I was so kind of like taken aback by the honesty and the lyrics and then the more I've listened to it over the past couple of days I, re- I really really love it um yeah. and I think you know this is it, it was released only in 2016 and it's by Danish R&B group Flake and that consists of Mads Bo who's the guy who does the vocals and Jonathan Elko who does beats um and they've if you haven't heard of them obviously they've gained um quite a big following and success in Sweden um, and actually I was looking at their other tracks I don't know if you've listened to some of their other stuff but they have one called Ikea Episodes which yeah, I think is I have also hilarious great yeah. how good oh I just love it that they're just sort of basing these songs on really like everyday menial task of going to Ikea you know having some meatballs or whatever it may be yeah. that you do there and I think <laughs> But then it's like produced really, really well, um, which is quite clever, I think, by the two of them. Yeah, it is very much so. That IKEA one's another another track on my playlist as well that I just really enjoy listening to again because it's so relatable. We've all been there, we all go and do it, and it's you know it's just it's just the truth, isn't it? So um, yeah, they're, they're a really really cool band, and yeah, I'm happy that. I've been able to share them with you as well, Laura. Uh, yeah, definitely. Thank you. Because it's, it's so nice to hear, you know, different choices. And I love that, you know, like the UB40 stuff as well is a little bit unexpected in terms of the track. And I think that's, it. yeah, it's really lovely to hear those stories as well. Um, so I have to give you a suggestion now, which I always get really worried about because I don't want to <laughs> get the wrong track. Um, but I thought, I thought about this and obviously we've talked as well about the kind of reggae genre and your kind of um, your heritage and your upbringing, how important that's been. And I've tried to find something that suddenly came to me that hopefully you won't have heard because it's got it hasn't got um, very many listens online because it's been kind of quite underground, if you like. Now, the song is called Heart Attack, and it's it's by a, a band or a group called The Dandada. Now, they are a cross-genre group. The only reason I know about them is because um, Dan Vinci, who put them together, produced my last album, and he helped put this track together. So it fuses a lot of genres together with it's got like tribal bass it's got reggae it's got electronica sounds but I think the main thing that made me decide to choose this for you was that it consists of um as well as other people Horace Andy from Massive Attack and then it's got Junior Dan from Gorillaz John Holt and the Raga Twins as well so Skrillex um and it's also got L16 from UB40 so I was like it has to be this yeah Um, okay yeah, so we'll have a listen to it and then you can be completely honest and uh, tell me if I've made a massive mistake. So this is a little bit of Heart Attack by the Dan Dada.
There we go. Yeah, I'm into that. <laughs> thoughts, thoughts. Yeah, I'm into it. It's very, um, like, like I say, underground, um, but has some that has that reggae feel to it as well with um, yeah. with the lyrics and the, the choruses. Um, I like it. The heart attack by by who? Uh, it's called the Dan Dada D A N D A D D A. Um, and it's it's basically like Dan was kind of the guy who put it together. He was talking about like this hyper gentrification of Brixton, which is where he grew up. And so it's kind of like, you know, if you live in London, it's so culturally like diverse as a city. And he was talking about, you know, how actually in Brixton, there's so many amazing kind of scenes where music is just it's the heart and soul of the place but then there's this other like layers and layers over time of different types of people living there and so he was trying to sort of bring together the best of um so many different genres and create this sound and i i personally i love it i think it's a song as well that you if you have the time you should listen to in full because you yeah. hear lots of other parts of it um but yeah that was uh, as i thought it was a good suggestion so i hope you you enjoyed it well as soon as this is over i'm going to put it on and have a good listen to it yeah i'm always on the search for new music myself laura so um i'm just on that brief little spell i think that's a little bit of me it's a bit, nice of, a, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a bit of a hype track as well um, yeah i think so i think so and i mean i guess yeah, I guess also, you know, I'd love to ask for you as well, going from going back to the the sport for a moment um, before we say goodbye. For me, it's I think it's amazing how you've crossed over from rugby union to rugby league. And I don't know if that's something like for you, what I just wanted to ask to finish this off, like what's the next kind of ambition for you? Have you been, because I'm guessing you haven't been at a Super League Grand Final because you've only been at Wolves since 2019. Is that something that you'd love to be a part of in the future? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I was very fortunate when we joined, when I joined last year, we got to the Challenge Cup final, which was played at Wembley. So I experienced that, which was which was amazing. Within sort of three three months of me being there, so um, the Super League finals are played at Old Trafford. I'm a Man United supporter. Never had the opportunity to play on or step on the Old Trafford field. So you know, if we could get there as a, as a group and get to the final and, and win. That would be that would be amazing. It's um, it's it's why we play the game. It's why I play the game. You know, I want to be playing for the biggest clubs and winning the biggest trophies. You know, I'm still hungry. There's still stuff on my list that I need to to tick off, um, and that is certainly up there with um, with one of them. Yeah, I mean, I I have to say from like when I've sung at. Uh, Old Trafford ahead of it ahead of the grand final I've never ever seen an atmosphere like it like, I really haven't and I feel like rugby league is um it's such like a family orientated sport as well um yeah it, I don't know I, yeah that's kind of how I felt and I feel very welcomed when you're in that kind of environment yeah definitely it's it's just a northern sort of culture as well isn't it it's you know um yeah, the taxi like driver the gives you like a whole, the whole story, you know. Yeah, the <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I generally feel like the northern culture are generally a lot more welcoming, a lot more talkative, a lot more friendly. Um, you know, no offence to you know you southerners, etc. But um, you know, once you go to these to these games and these big games, they're almost they're like football games. You know, um, you know the crowds they're so so passionate um, and they've followed these teams for. 
all their all their life, um, you know, and their children are following their teams, and you know, their parents are following the teams. It's just it's it's you know, like again, it's like a big sort of cult. Um, yeah. So um, yeah, the atmospheres are very very different to to what I experienced in in rugby union. Um, they're very much like. You know, it's like going to a football game. That's the only the best way I can sort of describe it. Um, they're just very, very loud and very, very rowdy. Which is, and do your family come and support you there for the games as well? Yeah, yeah, they do. Um, which is obviously very important to me. Um, you know, obviously my parents wouldn't be anywhere anywhere I am now without them. Um, you know, like I said, when I go back to you know, some of these songs, you know, the UB4 team, I just remember travelling from Huddersfield, you know, across the country, listening to these to these songs as a young lad when I'm going to play some of my junior games. Um, and it just, just reminds me of good times. And I just, I would never um, be where I am with that without them. And so whenever they're there, it's like a comfort blanket for me. Um, yeah. So, uh, but yeah. Um, that's so lovely though I'm sure they'd be yeah absolutely so proud of you and so delighted to hear that as well it's it's so yeah so nice and thank you so much for giving us your time and you know sharing sharing those emotional connections to the music that you have and um, it's been great to chat about all of that and and obviously wish you the very very best of luck for next season whenever that begins (laughs) thank you very much Laura thanks for having me on I've really enjoyed it and I really enjoyed it Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks to you too for listening. And don't forget to hit subscribe or follow to make sure you don't miss an episode. We have some amazing guests lined up, so you'll definitely want to come back next week. If you've enjoyed the podcast, why not tell a friend and drop us a review? Have a great week and we'll see you next time. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.